On today's podcast, hot flashes, and my social media recommendation for the week. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a middle-aged woman's menopausal journey. It is Wednesday, March 31st, 2021. Time is flying by so fast, I'm here to tell you. I looked at my podcast numbers today, and I actually had 20 people listening to my podcast tuning in. Thank you so much for the listeners Thank you so much for supporting what I'm trying to do here. I promise things will get better as time passes again. You know, this is my first time ever doing something like this. And I just um, felt compelled to share my personal journey. You know, no one's never really talked about menopause and the effects that it has on your body, especially, you know, in my family. You know, that would be helpful because I'm a black woman, you know, a lot of times we're just dismissed as just being as just going crazy at this age and no we're not going crazy but these changes in our bodies are are very real and they do affect us you know and i'm finding that um there's an audience for this there's a need for this so i'm very grateful to you to those of you who are supporting this um podcast by listening um i ramble a lot I say a lot of oohs, ahs, and ums. That's going to get better with time, I promise. Um, what I'm going to do is I listened to my last podcast and I thought it was too long. I had a lot of information. It went over an hour. So what I'm going to do from here on out is if I see that this podcast is going over 45 minutes and I can't cover the material that I have in 45 minutes, um, no more than an hour, I'd hate to keep you that long, 45 minutes to an hour, then I will continue the podcast next week with the rest of the information. I was putting my own self to sleep. It's ridiculous. So with that being said, again, I'm so grateful for those of you who are embarking on this journey with me. Um, It's a busy week. This is uh, Easter week. So, happy Easter to all of you out there who are going to be celebrating this weekend. Um, And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Today's subject is hot flashes. And my sources today are going to be um, the empoweredwomen.net website and the mayoclinic.org. So, in keeping with my promise of making this podcast as short as possible, I'm just going to go over the bullet points that I made. You can feel free to go to those websites and you can exp- you can examine more on the subjects that I covered today. All right. Um, so we're going to define what hot flashes are. One moment, please, while I pull that up. 
Okay. Hot flashes as defined by the empoweredwomen.net website are early symptoms that you are approaching menopause. It says a red neck and face characterize the flashes in up to 72% of women. Well, you know, as an African-American melanated female, I wouldn't have a red neck and face. A lot of times, you know, we're just hot, okay? When you have hot flashes, your body suddenly overheats and you experience sweating and night sweats because the hormones responsible for controlling your body's temperature are low. Um, we're going to get into the triggers of high flashes, and um, we're also going to be talking about some um, recommended treatments, okay? So now we're going to get more into the material that the Mayo Clinic has to offer with regard to high flashes, and it's very, very detailed, okay? Um... Let me see where to start here. All right, so I guess I can go ahead and start with the overview. So a hot flash is the sudden feeling of warmth in the upper body, which is usually most intense over the face, neck, and chest. Your skin might redden as if you're blushing. A hot flash can also cause sweating. If you lose too much body heat, you might feel chilled afterward. Night sweats are hot flashes that happen at night, and they may disrupt your sleep, okay? Although other medical conditions can cause them, hot flashes most commonly are due to menopause, the time when menstrual periods become irregular and eventually stop. In fact, hot flashes are the most common symptom of the menopausal transition. There are a variety of treatments for bothersome hot flashes, Symptoms during a hot flash may include a sudden feeling of warmth spreading through your chest, neck, and face, a flushed appearance with red, blotchy skin, rapid heartbeat, perspiration mostly on your upper body, a chilled feeling as the hot flash lets up, and feelings of anxiety. The frequency and intensity of hot flashes vary among women. Hot flashes may be mild or so intense that they disrupt daily activities. They can happen at any time of day or night. Nighttime hot flashes or night sweats may wake you from sleep and can cause long-term sleep disruptions. How often hot flashes occur vary among women, but most women who report having hot flashes experience them daily. On average, hot flash symptoms persist for more than seven years. Some women have them for more than 10. If a hot flash or if hot flashes affect your daily activities or nighttime sleep, consider seeing your doctor to discuss treatment options. Causes. Hot flashes are most commonly caused by changing hormone levels before, during, and after menopause. It's not clear exactly how hormonal changes cause hot flashes, but most research suggests that hot flashes occur when decreased estrogen levels cause your body's thermostat or hypothalamus to become more sensitive to slight changes in body temperature. When the hypothalamus thinks your body is too warm, it starts a chain of events, a hot flash, to cool you down. 
Rarely, hot flashes and night sweats are caused by something other than menopause. Other potential causes include medication, side effects, problems with your thyroid, certain cancers, and side effects of cancer treatment. Risk factors. Not all women who go through menopause have hot flashes, and it's not clear why some women do have them. Factors that may increase your risk include smoking. Women who smoke are more likely to get hot flashes. Obesity, a high body mass index, or BMI, is associated with a higher frequency of hot flashes. And race. More black women report having hot flashes during menopause than do women of other races. Hot flashes are reported least frequently in Asian women. Possible complications of hot flashes. They may impact your daily activities and quality of life. Nighttime hot flashes or night sweats can wake you from sleep and over time can cause long-term sleep disruptions. Research suggests that women who have hot flashes may have an increased risk of heart disease and greater bone loss than women who do not have hot flashes. Okay. So, one moment, I had more, I'm not sure if I have more information on this website. That's what happens when you're <laughs> okay. Maybe I need to just go here one second. Okay, all right, so that is indeed true with um, African American women. We do have more intense high flashes, and I'm not sure if it's because of our diet or our BMI or whatever the case may be. Um, let's go ahead and get into the treatments that they recommend for high flashes. Um, they the uh net website recommends avoiding spicy food <laughs> which is kind of hard to do if you if you're someone like me who likes seasoning in her food avoiding caffeine avoiding alcohol and dressing in lightweight removable layers i've become a pro at this because of the climate that i live in i have learned how to dress in multiple light layers and it's a godsend. It's a wonderful skill to learn. Okay. They also recommend weight management um, and seeking medical treatment if you find that your hot flashes are bothersome. If that's the case, your doctor may want to discuss the following options with you. Um, using estrogen um, therapies, antidepressants, anti-seizure drugs, and nerve blocking procedures which is a surgical procedure to assist with um, hot flashes if you have a more severe case um, some home remedies that they recommend is just trying to keep cool dietary management I do not want to say go on a diet but you know try to 
at least be mindful of what you're eating. And if what you're eating is causing, you know, hot flashes more often, if you find that you eat a certain food and it is causing hot flashes, then you might want to take a look at that and say, okay, maybe I need to back away from that. That goes into the um, what I talked about when I introduced this list. Um, there are going to be some things that you're not going to be able to eat anymore in order to be able to manage these symptoms that you're having. So um, that's going to be a part of your life from, from now until this ends. Um, relaxation techniques, reducing or eliminating that smoking habit if you have one. They also recommend some alternative medicine such as cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT, hypnosis, mindful meditation, or acupuncture. Some dietary supplements that they recommend are plant estrogens, black cohosh. I have tried black cohosh and it works, but in my opinion, it dries everything out. And when I say everything, I mean everything. So I just want you to be mindful of that. That Black co-host may not do that to you, but I found that it did that to me. It was literally alum in a tablet. And uh, I stopped using it for that. It was was very uncomfortable. But it um, it did help control the hot flashes. Um, They also recommend ginseng, or ginseng, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, which is interesting. They said that it may not help much with high flashes, which I don't think it would, but I will tell you what ginseng will do. Ginseng will help with your energy levels. It puts some pep in your step. If you're someone who's like me, who is caffeine sensitive, and you need a little energy boost, some some ginseng will help you out with that. I, I, I like it for that. Um... Also, I am not going to pronounce this because I don't believe I'm going to be pronouncing this right. There's some sort of um, alternative medicine thing called Dongkwa. Uh, it's spelled D-O-N-G-Q-U-A-I. I'm not familiar with that, uh, but that may be something that can help. And also taking vitamin E supplements, all right? Um, When I return from my break, I'm going to go over preparing for your doctor's appointment if you have to go in and speak to them about your your menopausal symptoms. Speak to them about your hot flashes and what to expect from your doctor. Back in a moment. Welcome back, friends, to part two of this podcast. We're talking about hot flashes today. So on my break, I went on ahead and looked up how to pronounce that word, and it's pronounced donkey. (laughs) It is a form of ginseng. This is another form of, of ginseng. And they say that uh, Don Key isn't quite effective for hot flashes. The supplement can increase the effectiveness of blood thinning medications, which can cause bleeding problems. 
So um, just be mindful of that. So uh, we're going to go over preparing for your doctor's appointment in case you have to seek medical treatment for them. Um, before your appointment, make a list of your symptoms, including how many hot flashes you have a day and how severe they are. So that's some tracking that needs to be done on your part. Again, use those apps that you have available to you or just write them down if you're one of those calendar people um, who, who document everything. Start tracking those hot flashes and how many that you have. Uh, medications herbs, vitamins, and supplements you take, including doses, and be armed with questions to ask your doctor. That is a wonderful recommendation. I, I talked about that in, in some of my earlier podcasts. Do not afraid to ask your doctors questions. You're not telling them how to do their job. You're telling them what's wrong with you so that you can help them help you. You're seeking treatment. That's what they're there for. They're there to treat you. So you're not overstepping your bounds by asking questions and making them aware of things. And don't ever let a doctor make you feel that way. If if a doctor is making you feel like your concerns aren't valid, then ma'am, seek another doctor. Okay? Life's too short for that. Okay. Um, They also recommend taking a family member or friend with you if possible to help you remember the information you're gathering together. Um, Bring along a notepad or a device to jot down information you receive from your doctor. Some basic questions to ask your doctor include, do I need any tests? What treatments are available to help with my symptoms? What else can I do to relieve my symptoms? Are there alternative therapies I can try? Do you have printed information I can have? What websites do you recommend? If other questions occur to you during the appointment, don't hesitate to ask them. Um, What to expect from your doctor? Some questions your doctor might ask you include, are you still having periods? When was your last period? Tracking those menstrual cycles are is important, ladies. How often do your symptoms bother you? How uncomfortable do your symptoms make you? Does anything seem to help? And does anything make your symptoms worse? Okay. So, um, asking those questions and having those questions asked would help the doctor in determining the best course of treatment for you, okay? And again, you can always um, go online and search this, search for this information, you know, have that information with you on hand, discuss with your doctor if you must, what's best for you. A lot of people just grin and bear this, but I'm here to tell you it's going to get to the point where it's going to be a little bit unbearable or it's going to be more than it's going to be more than um it's going to be it's going to be difficult to manage so seeking medical treatment is not something to be ashamed of okay um my social media recommendation for the day 
is a former waitress who's now a stand-up comedian. She goes by um, her at name on her TikTok page is at Gina G Too Funny. She also has an Instagram web page is at Gina G Too Funny. Now at Gina G Too Funny is a lowercase G on TikTok. At Gina G Too Funny is a uppercase G on Instagram. She has these very funny over forty TikTok videos. I just think are hilarious, and she's an African American lady. Um, so, you know, we 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 tend to have a little bit of, you know, risque comedy, a little blue comedy in there. But she's a comedian. But I find that her videos are funny and they're refreshing because yeah, it's like once you hit there, there's a saying that once you hit forty, you know, that 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 uh, I think they said that that red light or that yellow light comes on. It's like, wait, hold up, stop. There's some things I just can't do anymore, and she kind of, um. Her videos kind of expressed that, you know, um, um, in her comedy. So I just found that she was very funny. Um, there's also another. I didn't plan on sharing this one today, but I just remembered. There's an app on. There's an app in the App Store called what? What do they name it now? One second. Kairos. Kyra, Cyrus, C-A-I-R-A. It used to be Cleo. I had Cleo before, but I uninstalled it because it just, I didn't like it. Okay. Maybe it was, maybe it was under construction. Maybe it was new. Okay. Um, maybe it wasn't up to par at the time that I used it. It was a couple of years ago I used Cleo and I uninstalled it because I didn't you know, it just wasn't working like it was supposed to work. But now they have revamped this site, renamed it. There are a lot of wonderful articles, wonderful information on here. Um, there is a log section where you log all your symptoms, your triggers, logging your activities, logging notes um, for your for your, for, for your menopausal symptoms, okay? Many articles in here, many tips, tricks, um, daily goals to reach, quick relief. I'm looking through this right now. Menopausal assessments, daily discussions, chats. It's 100% improved from what it was a couple of years ago. So I suggest you download this to your phone. Um, take a look at that. See if that, that may help you out if there's something that um, would be helpful to you. All right. Um, next episode, we're going to be talking about vaginal dryness. So that's my time today, ladies. Again, I, as I promised, I was going to keep this short. Um, you know, we have things to do. You know, We don't have time to sit here and listen to me him and haw for an hour. <laughs> Again, I'm going to um again go to empoweredwomen.net or mayoclinic.org to um for more information on what I covered in this podcast today. Um have a wonderful day. Um have a great day. Have a safe day. Take good care of yourself. Always find the humor in life. 
There's plenty of it. You know, life is too short. Nobody's promised tomorrow. Live each day and love like it's your last day. And on that note, y'all have a great day. I'll see you next Wednesday. Be blessed.